0: I couldn't think of a song to sing, so I didn't sing one.
1: Uh, that's that's respectable. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, not every podcast has to open with some grand song, you know. Come Hey, on. hey, they
0: can't all be home runs. Yeah.
1: Don't need some big intro. As yeah. long as the outro's good.
0: <laughs> Could have one with a single. exactly what i did with gamestop i just hit a single
1: yeah well i mean a singles contributing to runs potentially so that's a good way to play i definitely stole home a few times on gamestop (laughs) uh i pretty much was like this is too good to be true i gotta take my winnings out and then i did that for two more days and then i got scorched on what was left and then it came back epically and yeah i mean a, a nice short-term uh, experience but feel bad for the folks who
0: have diamond hands <laughs> yeah hey, it's a shit show that fucking whole website is a disaster right now i mean hold hold hey you got guys saying Oh, it's too late now. I might as well just hold till it goes to zero. No, stop. Yeah. Stop holding. Yeah.
1: No mas. No moss.
0: It's like saying I don't. I don't like the tuna fish sandwich, so I'm gonna starve to death. No, eat the tuna fish yeah. sandwich, and you'll get back to the filet mignon. That's later. right. That's right. I mean, come on. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta cut your losses. It's
1: tough. I mean, the other meme stocks too. I think that it's a learning experience for everybody. I know that the. There were. There was big money behind those investors, and there was obviously big money on the other side. It was so, all big money. And, yeah. and guess
0: what? Big big money won on both sides.
1: Well, typically does. Big money
0: drove it up, and squeezed the short, yeah. made money, and then probably jumped in and shorted it with the shorters and then made it on the way down. Right. And, you know, yeah, it's agile.
1: It's tough. I mean, Especially when you've got a crowd whipped up into a frenzy. I think that it, the, the people who orchestrated it definitely have taken their nods from other political movements and somehow found a way to apply it to the financial. And it, yeah. has to, it has yeah, to it do with it as tech. It well about as and,
0: communism, you know. Hey, we're populist. We're in it for the little guy. And, and then it all comes crashing down and bring back what we used to have.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know where these investors go. I'd like to see them go into companies they believe in. Like, I'm all about them getting behind brick and mortar. But study up on business plans. I mean, the thing that was telling was that GameStop was silent the whole way through. Like, they weren't, they weren't like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm rich. Yeah. They weren't like, oh, you should stop. They didn't say shit. And I get it. I get that position. I I would I would probably do the same damn thing. But it I, that's what I'd like to see it turn toward is like, look, you some some strategy was applied and conquered. Like actually did some conquering. I mean, I made money on it. So I, not. Yeah. I, I saw it for the. I played it way more short term. Like, oh my god. It went up that much? Well, I, let me get some out. Let me get some more out. Let me get some more out. Like, I mean, I could have just left it, but... Why? I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a notorious, frugal bastard. So, I mean, that's the way I play my stocks, too.
0: I mean, you know, I got in, I got in early, and I hit a solid triple. Got out. And then... You know, I got back in and didn't do much from there, but I got out ahead and I learned a lot because I watched, I like technical analysis, so I was watching the charts and I mm. I realized full, long before I even got out, not long, when I say long, I mean, you're talking 24 hours, maybe, but uh, that the charts were completely against me. It was over. I knew right. it was over. I knew Severely it was over long before I got out.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it reminds me of, and you you made a good point to me earlier in the week. I mean, let me just say for the record, I'm new to stocks and trading, so I'm learning as I go. But, you know, you told me about how Tesla's overweight, and I totally, it was a blind spot to me. I was like, it was just the Elon. Like, I must give money to Elon. And now I'm kind of seeing the other side of that coin, which is like, um... And It's a highly volatile stock, and I'm going to buy low and ride that wave up whenever it happens, every 10 days or whatever, when people go bad shit, and it goes up a shit ton. I'm going to ride it up and sell it, and then I'll buy it back when it's in the dirt again like a fucking dog that it is. Which is
0: exactly what I've done with Amazon for months. I mean, it goes to 3100 I buy it. That's it. It's my only rule. That's my, yeah. my only rule from September till uh, December of 2020 was buy Amazon every time it's at 3,100 or lower.
1: And then ride the wave.
0: And and, and, and I didn't sell any of it. I just kept buying it there because it was sure. from, from 3,100 to 3,400. And it would go back to 3,000 and back to 3,400 and back no, to 3,000. There's
1: no leaky basement. There's right. no leaky nasty moldy basement there i have some i have some high risk stuff going now i've got some very very low risk stuff going now but uh, my i i don't want to report my earnings too early because i have a day to go and i'd like to report the two-week clip but i'm currently up 13 points which very very solid brilliant early on
0: um and oddly enough you know this week you know a blind monkey could make money. yes but last Simple. week was not that was not the case and you made money last week as well you were green last week as well yeah so that's saying something i was almost completely out of the market last week so i'm happy with just yeah, having my money on is. the sidelines last week i'm perfectly fine with that you, you did even better. You turned a profit somehow on a really shit week, uh, yeah. which a lot of that was GameStop. Yeah. Okay, oh, a
1: lot of it was totally GameStop. I was about so. to say, like, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna claim prize money that's right. not mine. But uh, it, it's definitely been intriguing. Like, I I really enjoy it. I find myself early on. I was like um, way more impulsive. With the with the app, and now I'm like, nah, that fucker's gonna drop, or that fucker's gonna rise, you know? So I, I, I let it sit a little bit, but when I find a heater, I think that that's where I've made some hay, is that when I find a heater, and I feel like I'm ahead of the curve, I'm okay with pulling some money out of my heavier guys, like my apples, my babas, my fucking you know uh j and j which i'm still very high on j and j which had a good day today i
0: don't think there's any problem with that at all
1: yeah Uh, yeah that's once that vaccine starts getting out there that shit's gonna go through the roof i think
0: that's a patience
1: thing you know yes but that doesn't mean i can't take six bucks and throw it into something that's skyrocketing you know and i'm playing small fry i mean my whole game plan with this this uh, Robinhood account. I have my 401k account, which is far more conservative and far less accessed. <laughs> but this one is like, it's just one bet, prize money and shit. Like it's nothing other than that. And I've already made forty five bucks
0: on my money. Right, but the bucks doesn't matter. And and this is one of the great things I love about uh, the market is that everybody that I know. I know quite a few people who participate, uh, we don't talk about money hard dollar terms. You know, We talk More about... More
1: percentage. Yeah,
0: because it's all the same thing and, and you got to start somewhere, right?
1: Right. right. I'm just... Yeah. So and it's, and it's, it's 45
0: bucks in this two-week period and 20 years from now it might be $45,000 in two weeks. Right. But, but it doesn't matter. The percentages is what matters.
1: It's that, just, I like that matters. it's being... I like that it's being built from a position of I don't give a shit about this money. I want it on fantasy sports or sports book or winning a fantasy football league, which I did do this year, by the way. Humble brag. But um What, yeah, what wait I mean,
0: what did you win? Fantasy Football League. Oh, were you in a fantasy football league? Yeah, yep. Took that one down, eh?
1: I did, yeah. yeah. You know, there were some people who I was would have been concerned about entering because they're like high grade but lucky for me they uh they didn't get in the contest well, so maybe
0: those people still had a positive roi on that league i mean i don't know ah, they say. more than likely would they, i would imagine they probably I, mean, I don't know they might have got out with their skin their skin
1: yeah. and some and and some uh couple of a couple of fingernails a couple, couple of pelts and <laughs> some of the other traders maybe a, yeah
0: maybe a, you know beaver hat
1: i <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a mink, uh, maybe a mink glove. I don't know, you know, who knows?
0: Never can tell.
1: So here's something I want to float out there on the, you know, we're, we've got some good momentum going with the stocks is the, uh, the penny stocks. I've actually, I've got a couple penny stocks that I like. And what I like about it is that I can buy a bunch of shares, and you know it's either a tragedy a comedy or a hero story or anything in between and it's like it's not that hard to
0: get out if you have to well we're going to diverge here especially in the age of uh, fractional trading because i think that's completely psychological because if you can buy pennies worth of amazon or you can buy pennies worth of a penny stock it doesn't make a difference which one you buy it just matters what percentage return you get. And you can get out of Amazon easier than the penny stock because Amazon has higher liquidity and there's more shares being traded at all yeah. times. And you can get out of Instantaneous. Where a yeah. penny stock can drop to zero before you know it. And you put an order in. I mean, I've put orders in on penny stocks and they haven't, you know, nothing. During market hours and nothing happens for 25 minutes. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Well, it's just hey, the fact me... that nobody's, will, nobody had, nobody's there to sell. But somebody's I'm always just... selling Amazon
1: give you a couple examples of some like some sub you know ten dollar stocks here we got uh 22nd century group three dollars and four cents uh I like Amazon total, better. Re- total return three dollars and 18 cents yeah but you can't it can't all be there you've got to ride some stuff and you need some even if it's just hope even if you're just buying right, you hope you
0: understand what i'm getting at the price of the share has nothing to do with it used to have a lot to do with it like shopify is a thousand dollar stock i love Shopify.
1: but don't you want to identify some of those like don't you want to find the next one or at least be in the running for it especially uh, if it's profitable yeah but uh, uh, another one another one neos therapeutics 89 cents a share i made 74
0: cents on it right and i will grant you that Smaller companies are more volatile and will rise and fall in greater leaps than large companies. Sharply. For sure. For sure. All I'm saying is that in the age of fractional shares, it doesn't matter. Now, Hmm. 30 years ago, it mattered because if you wanted to buy a penny stock... it, it, It
1: matters more if you're long.
0: It matters quite a bit more if you're
1: long, though. Like, and uh, obviously... I well, share price means nothing. Me.
0: Share price means nothing. Apple...
1: Sale price. Apple
0: is at 135, and Amazon is at uh, 3,400. Which one's the bigger company? Apple. Apple's the biggest company in the world. They just have more shares. They just have more shares. That's the only difference.
1: Yeah, and the way those companies run into each other now is kind of fascinating how they're all trying to break out into other, I mean, there's, there's the, the giants, you know, you got Google alphabet, right? But
0: you got, which but you got Amazon. Amazon's a giant. They have their shares at 3,400 bucks. Google has their shares approaching 2000. Apple's bigger than either of them. And they're like, nah, we just, we well, just that's split again. They keep on. Uh, yeah. They just keep splitting. Yeah. And the reason they keep splitting is they want to, uh, Allow smaller investors to buy a share because for some reason it matters if you have a share, and it actually matters to me psychologically. I can't buy a whole share of Amazon with my current play portfolio, so I don't buy any Amazon. But with my in my right. kids' portfolio, I buy fractional shares of everything, and I have Amazon all over the place. Yeah. I'm constantly buying Amazon.
1: Yeah, I don't have like uh, I'm definitely not locked into full shares until, until I see how close I am to one, you know, like yeah. I have a dividend stock and then I'm like, Oh, well, what what would the dividend be if I got a little, little nicer on, Oh, by the way, I got six cents come my way. So, okay. Hey, I'm not going to, Hey, I'm not going to eat a bunch of T-balls. Well, what are you doing with it? Are you, are you reinvesting wheat, but... it? Or are you going to, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to reinvest it. Yeah.
0: I, I go both ways on that. There's certain ones I reinvest and certain ones I don't
1: i'm starting from such a small position that my goal is to be able to rub this in somebody's face down the road probably somebody in my household who thinks i'm a nerd for messing around with gambling money but like i have that i've always had that kind of fantasy about taking a little bit and turning it into a lot oh so
0: it's wonderful and nothing does that better than the United States economy, which is reflected in the stock market.
1: It's a lot of fun. I mean, I've I've been off this week. I've been on vacation. And I mean, it's either CNBC or Golf Channel today, mostly CNBC. I just like hearing about the companies, what position they're in. I like hearing about little side. I mean, like take, uh, you know, take the SPAC that we're backing, hopefully Hopefully they hit something big. I mean, I have, I have big plans for my portfolio. I, I, I dig it a lot right now.
0: Hey, I mean, Warren Buffett started out, uh, as a child, uh, buying six packs of Coca-Cola bottles and then selling them individually on the street at a profit. That's how you started.
1: Uh, I sold Cokes too. when I was a boy.
0: Speaking of Coke, you know that Warren Buffett gets over a million dollars a day in Coke dividends. That's fantastic. I mean, obviously, he only gets them four times a year, but it, it comes out to over a million dollars a day.
1: That's he ridiculous. Just, he got in and, and
0: ran. And it he got out. in at the right time. He got in right. Warren Buffett's entire career. Now, this is rude, but let me just say it this way. Buffett's entire career is basically two trades. One is Coca-Cola right before the Soviet Union fell. And, and Coke couldn't go to Russia and couldn't go to uh, you know China and these places at that time. and that opened up like a year later. and the other one is Apple. Yeah, right now. Apple is forty-seven percent of his portfolio. Forty-seven percent. What a hit! And, and it didn't start off as forty-seven percent; it grew to that. But right, he's he
1: just added to his position. He's had a, a, I see a brilliant that.
0: career, but two trades, two stocks. That's
1: fantastic, man! In I mean, seventy
0: years, eighty years a... of trading. There's two stocks. That basically made him one of the top 10 richest men in the world. He might have still been one of the top 100, no matter what.
1: And they're both iconic comfort companies, recognizable by almost yeah.
0: anybody on Coke the earth. Coke isn't a stock I want to be in right now, but in 1988, no. in 1988, if you're sitting there with a pile of cash, the Berlin Wall's ready to fall. I mean, remember when, when, when the Berlin Wall fell and all of a sudden Coke and McDonald's and Levi's, these people went, they went everywhere. It went all across the yeah. world in, in a heartbeat. And Coke had the capital to say, oh, we need a bottling plant in Moscow? Done. Because they had the money on hand. Apple Great did the, Apple did the same thing. I mean, China, Apple is huge in China.
1: It's only getting started. It's going to get it's way same bigger. Thing. I mean, that's why I love the Baba.
0: I don't know what to do about Baba. And I call him Baba too, by the way. And I love that you're calling him that because I don't call him Ali Baba. I call him, it's Baba. And it's just so brilliant. Uh, I love, I just love the sound of it. I love everything. It sounds like what you call your grandpa or something. Um, I, I, I don't know what to do with it.
1: It's, uh, it's volatile. I mean, is Jack Ma going to get fucking pulled behind a dumpster and shot That's in the, the head problem. tomorrow? Maybe.
0: It's the communists. Possibly. Yeah. I love JD. Well, I shift. love Pinduo Duo. Cent. All these companies. China is growing way faster than the U.S. I want to be in all the Chinese stocks except for I can't trust the communists.
1: I know they, they could they could put the kibosh on the whole thing. It could be cartons.
0: You got over a billion people you can sell to and the Chinese are notoriously like uh, they follow trends. So like once enough once there's a tipping point where enough people, we are too, but they're really uh, that way. Like once enough people have, say brand X, then it's a status thing and everybody has to have brand x and then you get a billion correct boom just like that
1: correct yep (laughs) there's big swings there man big swings i i'm in it i'm not one of the beauty parts of having a smaller overall financial position it's like it's all forgotten money because i can put i mean i'll tell you what i have in baba right now i have Just under 6% of my portfolio. Right, and that's how
0: I want to hear it. I don't want to hear that you have Uh, $8 in BABA or $8 million in BABA. I want to know what your uh, portfolio percentage is.
1: Uh, And I'll tell you what it, you know what my greatest riser is this week?
0: This week? Something that you bought previous to this week? Correct. I don't know, probably one of these penny stocks. Tilray. 9.56
1: 9.56 percent of my portfolio but it's up 30 percent since i bought it 30 percent rise well i had
0: the sister company afria and yeah uh, i mean when it got to 100 I, just... I sold half my stake in it because i especially i tend to do that in the first place but i really tend to do that with something uh volatile which which I yeah. thought Afria was. And I bought Afria at all kinds of prices, dude. Like I had bought it originally, I had started a small stake in it at $5.55. Then I found myself buying it when it was over 9. I was still buying it when it was over $9 and then it plummeted to like $7 and kept going down and I said, "The hell with it. I bought it all the way back down through the 6s." And then mm-hmm. it went to like 13 and I was going to, I sold half of it, which I'm prone to do mm. because it had become a way smart. It had become like 25% of my portfolio at this point. And yeah. cause I just kept buying it cause I was stubborn about it. And I'm like, well, I got to get rid of some of this. This is way too dangerous. And then I, I decided to sell all of it. Uh, I kept it in my kids' college accounts, but I sold it and then I look up a a couple weeks later it's like 16 or something i'm like wow my god yeah, it's
1: cooking you we're know? all cooking a bit right now it's because of the uh, the legislation that's gonna roll out with this democratic um i mean you got everything aligned there I, I well you do that-
0: but the problem here is it's <laughs> the same thing with sports betting that i talk about all the time uh Oh, by the way, I'm on DraftKings. Yeah. Thank you. Oh man, I'm so mad that I got out. I'm so mad.
1: <laughs> I got in. I got in low. I mean, low-ish. I don't know what low, true low is, but I'm doing well in DraftKings uh, too because you told me about that. Oh uh, I... I'm in. My average position is under sixty bucks a share. I'm up five percent at sixty-three thirteen right now.
0: I think you're safe there. <clears throat> I, I I don't think I find more there but uh, I think you're-
1: yeah no it's just kind of a stay and watch kind of thing
0: uh, DraftKings and BFT BFT will merge BFT is a spec that will become pay safe which is a way to bypass your banks like I don't know about you but my bank well my I have a couple banks now but my original bank would not allow me to after the January 1st of this year would not allow me to would no longer allow me to put money on gambling websites for some reason something happened I I had read about this I knew this was going to happen and then I had read that uh, Dave Foley was bringing a a company to market that was going to bypass this you just deposit to them and they'll deposit to the uh, sports betting sites and I thought there's going to be a hundred sports gambling sites I don't know which one's going to win I think it's going to be DraftKings but I don't know so why not when there's a gold rush invest in picks and shovels Invest in the company that's going <laughs> to service
1: like all that. of these companies,
0: yeah. all the milkshakes. Mm-hmm.
1: I drink your milkshake, Eli.
0: He's making the malt, you yeah. know. So, yeah. BFT, I'm still high. I hard, drink it all. Can't up. get back in it because I, I just, I just, it's just going through the roof, and I just can't get back in right now. But
1: it's punched. Like today, it was interesting to watch it because it just, like, it just kept punching up. Every time I thought it was going to go, like it, it would jump down a little bit, and then it would just thumb right back up, and it just steadily... Which one are you talking about,
0: BFT or DraftKings?
1: Draft, yeah. DraftKings. So I'm up like just on the day, I'm up
0: 5% on DraftKings. I, I think DraftKings is the obvious winner in this. I, I really do.
1: It's I know who it isn't. Yeah, I know so who isn't I. the winner. And I'm going to say it. Fucking yeah. FanDuel. Bastards. Which is FanDuel
0: isn't even FanDuel. FanDuel is Patty's bet fair. I don't know what the hell it is. It's 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 a joke. They uh, bankers pulled a pulled a trick. And pushed the founders out. You don't push the founder. The founders are what make these everybody's wondering what's gonna happen with Amazon because Bezos left, because he's a founder. Well, he's a founder, yeah, but it's this is
1: He's got a grassroots is, guy there. The, the guy
0: that he promoted it's, has been with the company 25 years. Fandle's only yeah. been around a few years and, and they,
1: and they push the time, owners man. out.
0: They push the founders out and they don't yeah. they don't have the vision. They don't see it. You know, they, And that's why... They don't
1: treat their customers well and that's a fucking bad They don't bad care recipe about the customers. I'll they care about that.
0: the bottom line and they're going to lose because of that.
1: Yeah, that's short-sighted
0: say what you will about steve jobs but that's what apple is steve jobs created an atmosphere where i don't care if you're happy doing the work i don't care if i'm happy being the ceo all i care about is are the customers happy are they thrilled about our next product they are the kings of customer satisfaction
1: that's right. Absolutely. Steve Jobs cared about two things and two things only. One, is the customer happy? Two, is my neck covered <laughs> by the shirt that I'm wearing? Back to one! <laughs> that's right. Please see one for answer. I mean,
0: that's all he cared about. That was his genius. And and when you... When you... I fell in love. It made me fall in love with Apple. I felt... I feel the...
1: I feel the customer service and the software the 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 way i can jump between apps and the way i can i'm still
0: there i'm still thrilled with apple i wouldn't dream yes. of leaving apple not on your i life, have a Bob. vehicle that is a gm product i'm not i'm not Google. Tenth as loyal to gm as i am to apple
1: Listen, I use Microsoft product every day, day in, day out. It's good product, but I'm an when Apple boy. When somebody tells
0: me that they don't use Apple products, when somebody tells me, oh, I don't have an Apple phone, I don't use Apple, I, I look at them like they're crazy.
1: It's my, like, to me, it caters to my creative side. Like, I don't need to do a bunch of heavy lifting Creatively, I can just dump out. It 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 really, it caters to the entrepreneur and to the go-getter. It it caters to the artistic. Like, there's just so many. They've captured such a wide market of people. I want to do a
0: thought experiment here uh, real quick. Give me the five companies. I want five. That you use, that you... Adhere to that the brand matters to you. Give me Thanks. five.
1: Google, Apple, Microsoft, Nike, Amazon.
0: It's four.
1: No, that's fine. You're
0: going to leave it there? I think it's five. Google, Apple, Microsoft. Oh, Nike. I, I missed Nike. I'm sorry. I thought you said that's five, oh, really? not five. Perfect. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, for me, it's Apple, Amazon, right off the bat. Google, for sure. Love YouTube. Um. I actually don't know where to go from there. I'm sorry. Uh, I, Google, Apple. My,
1: my heels get my heels start to hurt. And I wear, like, uh, dress shoes and stuff. And uh, I find that my Air Max, I mean, I know some of it's just brand and placebo, but some of it's that they're actually goddamn comfortable. And that's why Nike's in there.
0: I like Adidas better than Nike to look at. I wear Nikes 70% more of the time
1: right I got you I agree like aesthetically I find Adidas product I just dig Adidas
0: but when I want a comfortable shoe I put a pair of Nikes on
1: got my got my Air Maxes
0: on yeah
1: it's not even debatable but then there's other
0: you know not not so okay so Google I would agree with you on Google Apple and Amazon I can't really argue with you on Nike. Uh, I would go with uh, Disney. I love Marvel okay. movies. I love Star right. Wars movies. I got Disney sure. Plus. I love Disney. Netflix. I'm all over Netflix. I don't Netflix watch TV. Netflix is good. Every yeah, time i did watch net- did to watch real TV is to watch CNBC or a sporting event.
1: See, I find, here's my beef with Netflix, is that I find that I, my appetite outpaces it. Like, I, I gobble up, there's only so much that I'm really
0: interested well, and in here there. here is where, and Disney that and b- that's where Disney, is doing something that pissed me off at first, but now I get it. I mean, <clears throat> I'm watching WandaVision on Disney.
1: I'm sure that, look, that looks they great. They give you but.
0: one episode every Friday. Every Friday night, you get yeah. 30 minutes. Okay. And we'll see that's you what next you need. week
1: that, that's old school and, it, and i'm thinking you bastards
0: netflix gives me the whole season and they're like no, no 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 we want you to talk about it all week you know the, the way people did with game of thrones yeah. and stuff like that it's
1: it's old school like i'm the guy i'm the guy that like uh the watches the whole show in a weekend i'm the guy that finds the song and then listens to it 47 times in a row like that's always been me ever since i was a young kid I, I found something you gobble it that up. Was, uh, inspiring to me and i just feasted
0: on it until it was bones and the folks at just disney know this and they thought bones. you know what he's still gonna feast on it but we're gonna make him think about it and talk about it for a whole week smart i mean that's, i used to watch the sopranos oh that's not the right that's not the right show let's just say um true detective right in the internet age i'd watch true detective
1: how about perfect strangers? Would you like? You would have to wait, find out if Larry and Balky oh, figured that shit don't out. Be
0: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, is Balky gonna come back? Why did Larry eat his ramen noodles? Are they gonna figure it out? Like, you had to wait what a country fucking was week. Trump? Albania.
0: You're not even a true sh- fan. Sh- sh- anyway. Sh- sh- but I'm I would not, watch. No, I'm not. So I would I was watch- like, I would watch Three. on a Sunday night. I would I would wait all day to watch True Detective at 9 o'clock on HBO. That's the only reason I had the HBO subscription. And I would watch it. I would love it. I would immediately go on the internet, read everything everybody was saying about it. Next night, I'd read everything <laughs> everybody was saying about it. And then they would have a replay at 8 o'clock and I'd watch it again. And then I'd just sit there and wait for the next Sunday to come along.
1: Yeah, Netflix is like the hot dog Nathan's hot right. dog eating contest. Right. Like and I'm and I'm Joey right. fucking Chestnut. We can't control ourselves. And that's No, I can't like if it's good, I'm going balls deep. Like
0: you know, there's there's something to be said for. So Disney, I think Disney is really blowing it out of the water. I think Disney's a great company. So I got Google, Apple, Amazon, Disney. I gotta give you five, and I'm trying hard here. Uh, I don't know. Salesforce. I mean, I love Salesforce. Come but on. I don't, I, I don't necessarily use do Salesforce. I just see what they're doing, and they bought Slack, and I love Slack. I love Slack. I, I just think that's. I think there's a lot of growth there, but.
1: There's a lot of competition there in, there in is, customer not, relationship not, management. Apps, once again, you know.
0: I'm I'm picking the jockey, not the horse, and that's Mark Benioff, and that cat is a monster. That cat is a winner.
1: Winner, yeah. You know what's I, one of the one of the first things that this is a little bit of a gear shift, but not too much. Um, that I when I did some research before I started investing. In, in my Robinhood account was like uh, one of the greatest pieces of advice was stick to your purview like stick to something that you can get an understanding for yep. or conceptualize And a good example of that is like PayPal well, I love it I use it I've introduced people to it it's the future they own Venmo that's all I hear about from the youngins bye DraftKings not FanDuel uh advocated cannabis. by prov- proven investors cannabis chips yeah. microchips there's a goddamn shortage everybody freaks out when their earnings are low but guess what qualcomm has to do they gotta make a fucking shit ton of chips and they gotta increase capacity tech microsoft fucking apple i mean c- come on med
0: well, Bio. that's where it's at. And I mean, I, I'm at, totally... But here you... Yeah. yeah.
1: Energy. Energy. Fuel cell. That's yeah. the last and, thing and, I'll, I'll say. I, is know, I know. I know. I oh. know. But I don't know
0: energy at all. I, I just don't know it. I don't, I don't know either.
1: it. It's, uh, it's out a little bit outside of my purview. And, he, and healthcare, but, I really man, don't know. And these, are, these are the red, things huh? that are
0: going to matter. And it was tough. So, uh...
1: I know healthcare just from the medical sector of my... Uh, like the business that I currently do, I have a concept of how prevalent it is in a very diverse market of uh,
0: right, but the, businesses. The, the thing that's going to move healthcare, the the real big mover there is going to be uh, the genomic shit. That's, and I don't know who right. on
1: And it's the winner. It's the winner. You got to pick a horse.
0: I mean, yeah. literally in that sector. And here's the problem. So if you get into sports gambling, there's like seven horses to bet on. And I have a pretty good idea right. who I think's gonna win. But I could be wrong, but in it it in the health in, bet in show. the healthcare bet to, bet to show. there's like ten thousand. And one of them is gonna be yeah. bigger than you ever imagined, and somebody's gonna say, I bought this piece of shit when it was a dollar fifty and now it's three thousand dollars.
1: And that's why I play these penny stocks. They're all bio. They're all, uh, like I, I have a therapeutics company that's into biosciences like, um, for like, uh, drug delivery shit. Um, I'm into just things that could completely fizzle out. But if I only put $7 into it, right. I'm not, uh, crying tears in my beard. Totally. You
0: know, but it's so hard to, it's so hard to know. I mean, and, and things are actually a little more spread out nowadays because you got to think about, uh, when we were kids, like it got down to Coke and Pepsi, right? (coughs) It got down to two. Yeah. We don't have two right now, right now. Like take the cloud. The cloud's huge, right? So you got Amazon. Yeah. You got Google and you got, um, uh, Microsoft. Wow. Yeah, it's actually yeah. Amazon, Microsoft, Google. If you want to uh, put them in order, uh, they're basically the cloud players. There's three. You know, or you could take. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, all you could take Streaming. You got giants. Disney, Netflix, HBO Max. You got. You, you, but we're probably gonna. It's the, probably gonna be the same thing. It's probably gonna get down to Pepsi versus Coke, Ford versus Chevy uh however you want to however you want to say it it's probably gonna everything consolidates down you don't have to be you don't have to get to number one but you definitely got to get to number two right
1: you can't be the first gazelle caught you gotta be faster than at least least one gazelle.
0: number five you know you gotta get one of the top five yeah in healthcare it's so hard because there's so many trying to do so much
1: Oh, uh, so many therapeutics companies and and different little and that's the thing is they're all. At this point, they're just little dart throws that I'm compiling. That's the thing is, and I'm looking for others. I found one, actually heard about one, caught it on a rocket uh, earlier today on CNBC, and it is Veru, V-E-R-U. Not familiar with it. Uh, let's see here. Oncology biopharmaceutical company engaged in developing novel medicines for the management of yeah. prostate yeah. cancer and breast cancer. Has drug candidates. Bought it at nine. It went to thirteen twenty.
0: Right, it can, and go, and to, it can go to zero in like six just, months. That's my whole point.
1: Understood. But if I if if I only have nine, fathers
0: in it. But I don't get, if it goes to a yeah, thousand, dollars. I think you only have a thousand dollars. Right, but yeah, hey, you no, good. But,
1: but that that's a good problem to have. I, I'm, it's it's. I'm definitely being overly cautious uh, by design. You know, saying like, right, right, right. One of the reasons
0: that, I'm bringing this up is because people say all the time that remember when Amazon went to eight dollars? Amazon went to eight dollars in like post. Uh, uh, millennial you know recession uh it went to eight dollars it was rising and it was on its high horse it went to eight dollars if you'd only bought a hundred shares of amazon at eight dollars nobody did right they bought one share nobody and I'll be fine. Like that. Now, right now today they have thirty four hundred dollars great you only have thirty four hundred dollars right what you right. had to do when it went to eight dollars was buy
1: but some people oh, of course some some people, people did, did yeah
0: some people but did most people did yeah but what you had to do there was not buy one share or two shares and ride it you had to buy
1: yeah i get it i'm just not trying to hitch my rocket right, to anything right. yet but i don't i don't see anything ro- rocket worthy so i'm i'm just playing ping pong i mean
0: i know nothing about the a lot healthcare of space but one thing i'll say is you know Merck, they have keytruda and
1: yeah, their bo- their yeah, boy Ken. just
0: stepped down. Uh, or he announced he's going to be stepping down.
1: Oh, you guys, are a, you guys on a first name basis. Uh sometimes I get together and play well, yeah, yeah. with Ken. Then we have Then we have watercress oh. tea sandwiches and uh
0: When this is when this is your hobby water. you know, it's like be like Mike. <laughs> be like Ken. You know. Uh but I like it. they have Krigga, like which is like See Seems, seems to the be a revolutionary drug. treatment for lung cancer. I mean, it's the one right now, but I mean, the name another, Mark and a penny stuff.
1: No, it ain't. But if I slowly rise my boats and just slowly build and keep making my I mean, I've got fantasy golf going right now. I've got an MVP bet that's coming in. Uh, that twenty-eight dollars yeah. is going right in the market. You know, I'm just gonna keep on jacking around with this found money thing and find out what I can well, it's roll like the snowball. in.
0: you, don't have to lose. Like, you don't have to lose.
1: It's a really well put. Like, I, really I well put.
0: You know, I, I, my mentality changed somewhere during COVID. And I don't know what changed, but for years I've been, you know, gambling stupidly and not trying to accrue wealth and, uh, you know, so uh, early in 2020, I looked at my FanDuel account and I realized I was down $10,000 in sports gambling over a three and a half year basis. Today, I'm down less than that. Mhm. I started betting less. You're but I also investing. Started winning bets. Um, take every. Right. You know. I mean, anybody anybody can pick up a three at the bar, but I thought, you know, I'm only going to play for eights. And most days, I'm not going to have a bet because how often do you see an eight? Much less land one. Land one. So I'm only going to bet eights.
1: That's what I love about the market is that I can be selective, I can be loose, I can, like, there's the the level of control when you're dealing with a portfolio. The, the comparison I make to fantasy is like fantasy golf, which I've excelled at. You know, you get to pick eight golfers and then you can watch them play. They make the cut, they miss the cut. You pick the weekend lineup like any number of times I'd have a dozen or 18 players that I'm hot on I can do the same thing but I can get in or out anytime I want like if I see a second birdie roll and feel like there's three more birdies coming and maybe an eagle yeah. I can jump in there there's the, the the freedom to do that or get out you know you see somebody hits it in the water and in fantasy golf you're done and in the stock market, you can get out right there. You
0: and sometimes out. in the stock market, a scuba diver <laughs> comes flying out of the water with the ball in his hand, raised to the sky, and you go, oh right. my God, I'm so glad I didn't get out.
1: Throws it into the talons of
0: a hawk who flies yeah, it eight yeah. feet from the hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts.
1: But... I love it. I, I love the the instantaneous nature of it. I, I, I and I don't know anything different than Robinhood. But I really dig that interface. It's um very graph. It's it's like bare bones information. Um, it. I love it. Well, I just it I'm works for me. Like, I,
0: like Robinhood does things Schwab doesn't do. Like Robinhood gives you after hours price pricing. Schwab tells me shows you hey here's what it ended at now go to bed now if you click a right. couple buttons
1: Robin Hood's yeah. like here's what it's doing now too bad and you Schwab- can't bet uh, it uh, yeah that's
0: bastard. the funniest part because on Schwab you can still bet it you can see, but it, but you 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 gotta, see it you gotta hit a couple buttons that's why I think like, that there's a hey take it easy you know We got uh, six and a half hours a day. We do this now. Go to bed, Boomer.
1: The after-hours market can be, or has been, for me over the last week, has been as hot, if not hotter, than the
0: well, yeah, but you can't play it there. That's what sucks.
1: I get, I, I get that, but I can get. I've learned how to get in and get out. Like I bought a bunch of PayPal. Well, uh, for me a bunch, I bought PayPal, and I'm up eight points on PayPal. I bought PayPal right before close, right before earnings announcement yesterday, and it's at 270. And I bought in. That was hilarious. How I was half
0: asleep on my couch. I mean, literally one eye closed, one eye on the phone, and I'm like, and you said the experiment. I was like, hopefully it was PayPal because I knew exactly what PayPal was doing. I knew exactly what was going on, and I was like, man, I hope you. And I'm so happy for you that you did, because we we talked about this yeah. a few days ago about this uh, going into earnings. And I said, look, it can go either way. Qualcomm is a perfect example. Of
1: it that. can, yeah, I've seen it. Qualcomm's a great PayPal. example. So is J and J. Everybody thought that J and J was going to go through to the fucking moon after earnings, and I still I'm still long on J and J. I think that that vaccine's going to do very well once it gets rolled out, but. Yeah, I mean, Qualcomm's a great example. That they just, they need a, fu- like, everybody needs chips, and Qualcomm has got a big piece of the pie, but they were constrained by their capacity, and it, it cost their earnings, and then everybody freaks out. I love how, I mean, it's funny, because I'll jump ship in a heartbeat when I'm up, but I noticed that I see that when I'm long. I noticed other people who obviously had... There were people who were probably long on Qualcomm and said, well, anything over 150 is fantastic. So I'm getting the fuck out.
0: And a lot of those people bought it
1: that. 72. Right. And they'll buy it again right. when it's at 141. Right. That's, That's why up. I'm not in
0: DraftKings. Yeah. I, I'm not in DraftKings because I made yeah. a profit on DraftKings and I thought we had a good run. Let's not tempt fate. They're not making any money. They're actually bleeding money like crazy. Let me just get out of this. And then I see it going up and I'm like, yeah. oh, man, but I can't get back in. I, what I used to do at the beginning, at the very beginning, what I would do is then I'd get right back in and you can't do that. Oh, I, no, I want to buy Etsy, you gotta let it, but sit I want to buy it sub $50. Now that might never happen. Yeah. That's yeah, where at I would buy. I would buy it at right now. 99. If I if I can get it, yeah, there, I dig
1: that. I will get. I it. dig that.
0: But <laughs> I'll
1: let you know. But if it keeps going up, what's it, what I find that I'm doing is I'm kind of drafting off things. So like I had a big interest in uh, J and J, and J and J did really well today so there was a point in time where i'm like this is just all found money so let me take a couple bucks here and move it into this you know i i'm definitely getting a little bit better at at, at pulling from here and slipping into there i'm really doing it with that dividend stock with uh with yeah o, I'm, that's a stock uh, I, I'm completely aware of I mean, and i've
0: never owned it
1: it's it's steady uh, as far I, as i know they pay it your goes, uh, uh, it's I mean, an reit just,
0: they pay you a dividend every month they do, they do pay you a dividend four times a year, they pay you every month which a lot of people Correct. love those
1: and what's interesting about it is like here let me pull it up here and I'll tell you about it I mean there's, it, it's boring oh, it's, brutally it's, it's boring. realty income it's so like, uh, let's see here uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's only moved a point or two north or south over the last month. It's just it's in between sixty two and fifty seven dollars. Uh I don't know exactly. I know that I'm getting six cents. The dividend is six tell cents. Tell me what the yield is. I'm getting six cents on uh a th-
0: Okay, so six $27 times four. In Oh, investment. no, that's six times 12 with that stock, that particular stock. So you get so you're getting but it's also, you on how much, 24? That that... So that's a yeah. three three point here's something.
1: Here's the thing again. is that it's so – it's moving all over the place. Like I'm, I'm buying and selling that all the time, so I don't know what the actual – it's it's hard to dial in the, the number. Right. So I'm like – I, it drops it it'll drop by like 20 cents and I'll buy it and then it goes up 35 right, like, cents I'll like, sell uh, some and go, right. go into like my, fuel my cell or whatever
0: you know I don't do well in those stocks <clears throat> it just doesn't suit me like bank of america I knew bank of america the oh uh, uh, I right, have right, that right, right when I got in the game
1: that's one of my positions
0: I knew that I liked bank of america my kids accounts have bank of america at very low numbers you know i was getting and,
1: i got bac i got i'm yeah, up three points. it had in a great financial huge
0: today my my kids have have stocks that like metlife and uh the hartford These things that are uh, advertised mm-hmm. during golf tournaments i bought for my kids yeah and i bought them for myself too but yeah. i can't stay in them i can't stand it I was buying Bank of America at like $23 a share, $24 a share. I'm like, this is definitely going to $30 a share. But I sold. I sold. Then Mm -hmm. when it got close to $30 a share, I'm like, okay, here we go. I got to get in this now. So I bought it at like $29.95, you know? It -hmm. went up. Then it came back down. It was losing money. I'm kind (sighs) of out of this. I I can't do this.
1: I'm okay with that. I can stay there. I can take money out of that and put it back in. Like, I'm okay with riding the shorter bumps. I'm, I'm finding that I'm less impulsive. Like, I don't... Not well, trying the problem to make now a big is that grab. Back in America is, is just is, uh, ending
0: on $30 right now. You're never going to get it again for $23. I had it at $23. I had it. I had it. Right,
1: right. You're sounding a lot like no, no, a no. view. What I'm cluster, saying is, right? like you,
0: I got it there. I was there and I knew it. But I and I knew it was going to take probably 18 months for this thing to go from 23 to 30. But seven divided by 20, uh, 23 to you know, seven divided by 23. Think about it. That's a 30 percent return on your money plus the dividend. I'm not even taking into account the dividend. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. do it. So, so what I would
1: say is like the next time when you identify one that you're looking to get out of, identify the traits that are similar and, and, and restrain yourself is, would be my, I, I don't advice. want
0: you to think I'm, I'm talking like a rear view investor at all. What I'm saying is that when I was in bank of America early, the Fang stocks and all the, all the, and the and zooms and the crowd strikes, and these things, these things were gaining 20% a month. And I'm, in a, st- I'm yep. in a stock that I know is going to give me 30% a year from now. Plus, you know, including dividends. But I'm like, how can I be stuck? I can't stay here when this is all happening. Everybody's making this.
1: Yeah, but I need some financial. Monthly. That's what I need. Financial backbone. That's why. And I don't a consider financial. PayPal financial. a tech stock. That's and a uh, Josh stock. Brown talks yeah. about
0: that a lot. He, so, you know, uh, people uh, always... Did you watch that podcast?
1: I watch. I watch uh, Josh Brown all the time. Like uh, on, well, at least this week I do. I probably stole that line from him. In yeah, fact, exactly I'm pretty different. sure I did. Now um, that I think about it.
0: He did a great one, dude. He he went on this one called. Uh,
1: he's fantastic. He's he's he, one he of my a, favorites. He was a
0: guest on a show. There's these two guys that uh, do this show from like an urban point of view and he, and he went on there for like an hour and talked to those guys and he, you really got to see like downtown Josh Brown there. But even on his podcast, he really lets it, look, lets it rip. Like, the other guy's always like, okay, that's enough. He's gonna be like F-bombing it and shit, you know. He's crazy.
1: Yeah, he's like, he's so apathetic and like glib and throws all these like, uh, he's very passive-aggressive. I but, like his uh, style. Uh, he's he's smart, too. I mean, he he, he he was talking about eBay. He's like, listen, yeah, they had good earnings. I heard it. Yeah, yeah. the stock's up. Am I buying yep. it? No. Because people are going to start getting out of their well, and house. And they're not going to buy each other shit, shit anymore.
0: Shit. <laughs> it's, it's the exact example yeah, it's of the value trap. You look at the price to earnings. Oh my God, look at eBay. Look how low the price to earnings are. There's a reason that's that low. There's a reason. Because nobody wants it's it. It's a digital
1: yes. flea market.
0: It's shit. <laughs> buying other people's garbage is exactly what he said. He couldn't foresee people buying other people's yeah. garbage. He... Sure.
1: He's like, tell me how that's working yes. out when people go to the ball exact same and back thing. To- <laughs> and that's
0: what I love about him. But. I love uh, it. Shit. I forgot my... I lost my train of thought there. Um, ah,
1: shit. Ah, uh, oh, hell, Trubox. Boops Ah, droids with the babes and the poops and the... Well, look, I can tell you this while you're thinking about that, because we're getting near an hour, is... Stock talk is fun. I don't think it should be the only thing we talk about, but in this case, it was pretty fun, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. I I might be having too much fun with it to be honest. I find myself busting it on my phone quite a bit, and this shit is easy to get to, easy to mess around with. Well, the, thing,
0: the other thing I love about that show with with Brown got that. Is that- Brown is like the guy when he goes on CNBC. He's the ball breaker, right? He's the ball breaker. When he does the the uh, the compound, the what? What are your thoughts? Show with Michael Batnick, who is his his employee, right? It's Badnick that cuts mm. him off. He's like, okay, enough of that. Let's let's move on to this. Okay, that's fine. No, let's talk about this. Stop, stop, please stop. You're going on and on. Yeah. I love that. I love that 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 banter. Um
1: and he has that like they're definitely you notice that with him and other people on the show. He's not afraid to
0: he'll check anybody when he's doing his own podcast that is his thing yeah. with his employees.
1: You get those checked. guys
0: check him.
1: Get checked.
0: Like motherfucker I pay your salary and, That's but he has That's a, a culture At his company that... And we're not even talking about Barry Ritholtz. That's what I wanted to bring up. So Josh Brown is the CEO... No, I'm sorry. He's not... I don't think he is the... No, I think he is the CEO. Of Ritholtz Wealth Management, okay? Because Barry Ritholtz came and got him and said, I need you to be the face of my company. I'm an autistic, crazy, fucking... Master investor... I can't talk to people. I have mm-hmm. no skills. I got no game, and that's what Josh Brown did. Right. So he.
1: Exactly. Oh, it's smart to hire exactly. people to cover your spots. Is,
0: I mean, when you watch him on an interview, I mean, it's unwatchable because he's like doing calculations in his head, eyes are rolling up in his head, but he, he's yeah. brilliant. He's brilliant, but he can't deal with customers or you know he, he, so he brings in Josh Brown who's down there like you know, <laughs> right
1: I got, right i got
0: two pictures behind me one's jp morgan the other's biggie smalls like, what's up what's up what's happened you from new york i'm from new york yeah let's do it josh, josh, brown, josh brown don't give, does a fuck. give a fuck that's
1: what i love he about him he totally does always,
0: give a fuck
1: he does but does enough to not or my Maybe favorite thing with Josh Brown do, was when know. Bitcoin started Either going way, through
0: the slices, roof. But... Somebody asked him about it. He was like, I don't know. I mean, I bought it in 2010 and I just never sold it. So whatever, I haven't looked at it lately. He bought it for like twenty bucks.
1: Yeah.
0: It was at forty thousand dollars. He's like yeah, I, have I still a... have it. I don't I don't know. I...
1: I have a friend who bought three three Bitcoin. And his investment was like six thousand bucks,
0: which is so great. He's at
1: like one twelve. When it first right
0: came now. out, it was like a buck fifty or something. Yeah. I mean, it was so cheap, it was retarded. And this goes yeah. back to oh, your yeah. stop thing. One of no those is that... gonna blow up.
1: Yeah. yeah, just try to catch the Ride catch the, the rocket. You know, you're gonna miss you're gonna miss a bunch, but that's okay. Well, this is great. I mean, we're going to have to create a category for the cast because the cast is so much more than this. But this is really meaty too,
0: and it's a really well, you know, good Rogan thing, the thing to focus where he does in his on. So regular cast, and then he does, you know, uh, a, a separate cast that is like fight preview at you know MMA May two forty six or something. And you know mm-hmm. what you're yeah. if you get, if yeah. You,
1: right yeah you know this is stock heavy well, your, what should we, what we call ourselves call it is the market stock heavy
0: bit. something market market monkeys
1: we'll think about it i'm sure we'll come up some market monkeys break oh. it down for you guaranteed ju- guaranteed winnings oh. a financial advisor i
0: invested in bellatine <laughs> when it wasn't even bellatine ha! It was I out.
1: remember back I back I bought dippin' dots before it was even out in the mall. Auntie
0: Ann? She was kill.
1: my uncle. Oh <laughs> I love it. Alright, my friend, I think this has been a beautiful one. I love it. I think that uh, we'll be able to put a bow on this and uh, to assign some sort of stock related like you're getting into stock talk
0: do we have the, to come up with other fake names now? whatever or how do we do that? people
1: nah and then we just leave it at Jacob stock
0: talk Michaels and Steve Rinovitz
1: ooh Steve Rinovitz <laughs> Breaking down stocks. Do you want a Lamborghini? Going to the moon. Exclamation point. Hello there. Howdy. How are we doing? Doing good. How are you? Doing well. I don't know if you heard that, but I just cracked a beer. I heard that.
0: It's a very satisfying sound.
1: Thirsty, exactly. It's usually a payoff coming after that sound. (laughs) Some would say. It's one of the best sounds in the world.
0: Makes me react like a Pavlov's dog.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, So wild week. Wild week on the market. Everything's, uh... Everything's all lit up. Fucking technology's all over the place. Industrials. Got... I think that the most interesting story that i heard that i was unaware of previously was the shipping container situation yep um and i actually got a clue about that meeting with a customer a day before i saw something on cnbc i was like shit like i didn't realize that dynamic was out there but man it's like They're sending empty containers back because the lead times are so ridiculous.
0: Well, what's the exact, there's a shortage of shipping containers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a shortage of shipping containers, but there's also because of the protocols in place for import export and quarantines and things like that, there's, it's gumming up the works so to speak it's it's affecting capacity yeah and um basically what's happening is like the us has would typically take a container in or just just say like an array of containers take them in and then actually go through the logistics of like what would be going back into them take a few days and uh, get that uh-oh, sussed uh-oh, out and send them uh-oh. back. But where they're saying, like, there's too much red tape, so we're just going to send the fucking empty ones back. Okay. <laughs> like,
0: backhaul empty. It's gotten so bad that that's what they're doing now. What's the point of even sending a ship with an empty container? There's no profit in well, that. Well, just that
1: you're, you're, you need more supply. So you're getting the boat back across the
0: pond so that you, so you can get a, more of your shit. There's a major, a major trade imbalance here. Yeah the
1: the well I and I'm experiencing it in my field I mean the the chemicals that go into the product that I make there's such a shortage of them whether you're talking about what's coming in or what's the the capability of producing is here um supply chains are definitely being affected by this dynamically just the pandemic and the reaction to the pandemic and the unemployment element related to it like it's jacking stuff up. So I bought shares in a in a container leasing company yeah. and, and uh early in the day on Friday and it was up forty percent by the by end of business. What's that ticker? Uh G hold on a second, I'll tell you for sure. GL Put me on the spot here. Well,
0: hey, we gotta provide information.
1: No, that's very true me a second gsl global ship lease okay yeah um write that down that's a 15 dollar share i bought it at eleven sixty. 60 oh. i mean yeah that's a so yeah i don't and i don't see i mean it, is it a long play absolutely not but it was worth throwing some dough on and watching
0: it grow yeah we just bought a container And it was very hard to find and very expensive uh, at work. Sure, sure. We had gotten one a year ago for like, basically we're giving them away. Mm -hmm. Then we needed another one for more. We just need more storage under roof. So it was a real hassle and it was very expensive. I don't know what the hell.
1: That's a supply and demand situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, but in this case, it's almost like a... I don't... I doubt that there's a shortage of containers like from a I'm talking about uh international shipping wise. Like there may be a domestic shortage, but internationally, I don't think that things kicked up so much that it's a supply and demand thing. I think it's like a just a protocol, like whatever the protocol changes were and the red tape that was added, it's just they did a cost value analysis and they're like <laughs> I'm just sending fucking empty shit back for more shit. Yeah, I don't like know. The, I don't know.
0: I heard that there's a shortage and I heard that the Chinese manufacturers of them are actually cutting production for some reason. Why would you be cutting production? I, then none of it makes any sense to me. I don't know. What
1: yeah, and the the uh the bit that I saw like the the CNBC promo was the guy was talking about how he was there like for the full week last week and Christmas ornaments came in so I guess basically like the lead times yeah. have been affected so much that people are like, well, that's fucking great. I don't need those anymore. Jackass. Yeah. But, but they put the, put the purchase order in and that's when it hit the water. Oh, so it's like,
0: God. it's that wild. right? Yeah. Now. And I heard there's 41 ships off the port of Los Angeles waiting to get to the dock.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, it's wild. And people try to send. So when I spoke with this customer, he he had described a situation where this was over in Asia where they have laws about sending full containers. So somebody has product ready to go, but it's only a third of a container. They like back it into the port and they load it and then they take it out and anchor until somebody else tells them. So it's almost like on the other side of it, it's getting slowed up it's like they can't get things loaded in time I, I, it almost makes me wonder if it's intentional well, that's what i'm
0: wondering that's what i was yeah kind of
1: getting i mean at. that's yeah i mean maybe it is I, there's definitely economic warfare
0: going on yeah it doesn't make any sense for it to be intentional from an economic standpoint but from a political standpoint a geopolitical standpoint maybe it does right right yeah
1: i don't know yeah, I mean they're just they're affecting the economy. Well, and that's the other thing too, is like the chip thing is scary. That's shifting gears a little bit, but it's not that far off the mark of what we're talking about. I mean, there's no chips.
0: Like <laughs> And the dangerous thing is that it's often talked about as a matter of national security that Intel stays at the top of its game. Well, Intel is way off its game, it's way behind its competitors. And it's talking about uh, um, subbing out its actual foundry, its its chip making itself. And that is dangerous because you could reach a point at that point where you have no major United States chip makers.
1: Well, it's funny that you say that because that's the very reason that I had a position in Qualcomm that prior to their earnings report was pretty lucrative. And then it went to shit, and I finally just cut my losses and moved it all over to Skyworks, because Skyworks is one of the only ones that has their own foundry. So they have, like, a like a self-sustaining supply chain. Like, they've created their own ecosystem for chips.
0: Yeah. I like Taiwan but- Semiconductor. That's my biggest play. I, I, I yeah. love them. They might start doing Intel's work. So that just, you know, they they're, yeah. they are... And they're the best in business. They make chips for everybody, and they just rock. They rock and roll. What's that? Is that T S T S M T
1: S M T S M T S M? And it also
0: gets you some exposure outside the U.S., which you need to have a little bit. Mm -hmm. You got to have some exposure outside the U.S. I don't don't love a whole lot of stocks outside the U.S., but you got to have some. Uh, I got into Taiwan Semi. I got into JD.com, which is a Chinese company, similar to an Amazon uh, type company. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they actually have maybe a little bit better. I've been in them many times. Uh, I've loved them from the start. They're not well known, but they're kind of they're really creeping up on Alibaba. Really creeping up. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, well, Alibaba is just a nice place to dock your money. It seems like that's what I'm learning is that... Um, That's all this really is. It's like sometimes you dock your, you know, dock this amount of money and there's a little bit more there. There's a little bit less there. Yeah. I'm finding that I'm getting better at spreading it out and I attack when it's time to attack, but only with what I'm willing to lose. Yeah. Attack on the margins. Yeah. Yeah. And I like getting the principal back. So like for every, every I'm in a couple of penny stock positions and they're all bought and paid for, yeah. like they've all paid for themselves. Yeah. So now it's just like, maybe I want to take the horse out a little bit and and gallop and see what happens. But, and I'm big into bio, like, uh, bio science. Like I, I, I dig these biotech. Yeah. Biotechnology where it's like, um, Oncology, like the one, the veru, V E R U, was the one that I picked up last week at twelve bucks, and it closed at just under twenty one. And they were doing it was for uh, like oncology applications, but then it turned out that it actually is working for COVID, like it's decreasing the severity of COVID.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's helpful on on the front end and the back end then, and that's one thing you got to watch is. Some of these companies that are doing some revolutionary stuff in cancer research are on the back burner right now because all anybody's thinking about is vaccines. But once right. we forget about vaccines and we get back to real life and we start worrying about dying of cancer instead of COVID, those companies are going to boom. They're going to boom. Well, right. one of them is, you know, or two or four.
1: Right. You, Whatever the, yeah, you're going you to pick the right of the box. Right. And that's but... why
0: you pick baskets. That's why you pick baskets.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: take, you take yeah. five and yet you, and you, if, if you take five You buy five and four of them are worth 20% less a year from now, but one of them is worth 7,000% more.
1: You've won. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking with some of these pennies. Like, you know, some of these little guys, I've already seen the the effects. So, like, the other one, the other one that I would bounce out there is um, XXII. Which is twenty-second century group? That that's an interesting one. So I bought them at two sixty-four, and they closed at four oh nine uh, this past week. And um, they they're in an interesting. So they're a biotech company, and they deal with uh, increasing or decreasing levels of nicotine and cannabinoids. So like they can take they can dial down nicotine and cigarettes and dial down cannabinoids in cannabis and kind of pitch a more healthy or tempered response to it. So um, that's, what's becoming interesting now is like you hear Philip Morris and these companies are getting leaned on so heavily with the social responsibility side that a company like this could really become a burgeoning, powerhouse in in helping them solve that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get too involved in the um, healthcare and biotech stuff because I don't understand it and it, it doesn't interest me enough to really deeply understand it. But one that's on my radar that I would have added to the portfolio last night, uh, except it wasn't available after hours being an over the counter um, is twist bioscience, TWST. Mm. Uh, and they 're okay. like involved in um cloning and stuff like that um but they're okay. they 're a tech company i mean essentially i mean they're they're biotech they're yeah they're they're uh, they 're in the health you know area but at the bottom of their uh their uh platform you know it's it 's technology it's you know it 's no different to me than facebook 20 years ago essentially mm-hmm. uh it's a tech company to me that's how right. i'm viewing it
1: when things kind of merge mm-hmm. like that that's we're in a we're in an interesting time that's the other thing that's fascinating about this is that a lot of the like kramer and these guys on cnbc talk about post spanish flu the roaring 20s happened i've been so calling that for no-
0: six months at least
1: There's no reason to feel that um, that that couldn't happen. And that's that's the thing that I'm like now that I'm into it, I'm three weeks into trading. And when I look at year long and 18 month graphs, I just want to fucking haul off and kick my own self in the ass for not getting into it in February of last year. March, April. Yeah. Well, any of them, any of those would do.
0: Actually, yeah. Actually, year over <laughs> year, everybody's doing a lot of companies are doing well, but from the March lows, it's insane what they've done. But the yeah. thing is, yeah. that's creating a false sense of fear. And I'm susceptible to it because I'm conservative. But it's, it's you look at a company and you say from March to March, they're up this much. They can't run any further. Yes, they can. You got to count how much they dropped. Before
1: yeah, they got cut off at the before they went
0: up. They're only an inch yeah. taller than they used to be. It feels like there's they're gonna three times, be, four times as tall, but they're not.
1: There's there's going to be a big a big kickback and a big boom, and I I hope that there's going to be goodwill associated with it, like that everybody's a little bit cooler. I just saw a golfer just hit a ball dead left into some lady's purse. Mm. I swear to God. I've never seen that in my life.
0: <laughs> I don't watch golf in February. Put, That's ridiculous.
1: Couldn't do that again if you. Well, it's at Pebble Beach, care. dude.
0: I don't watch golf when I can't play golf. It annoys me. Makes me mad.
1: I'm the same way with curling.
0: <laughs> you know, I you put a figure skater on the TV in July. <laughs> I'm out. No dice. Hockey in July. Get that. Get out of here. <laughs> that's like a, that's a good saying. That's like hockey in July.
1: That's like hockey in July. What are you stupid? No, well, I was. I got caught up in the Tilray fray. <laughs> um, I didn't even know that there was a meme connection. I bought it a couple weeks ago, and was thinking long. You know, just yeah. like maybe they there's a merger, or an acquisition or whatever. And then here it just go, it absolutely exploded this week. I kept the first couple of days I, I was selling it and then kicking myself because mm-hmm. it would go up three, four X. And then by like day four, I was regretting that I had as much left as I did. So it's just such a fascinating. Yeah, you get your initial. Oh, I got my principal yeah. out plus plus.
0: 15 right. percent or so and i still have i still have skin in the game right. too uh, so, yeah i mean i made eight percent on gamestop big whoop but I didn't lose money but i
1: have this fascination with like i have this um the the conservative side of me is like i want to build on all these positions i just want to get a little bit more of this because it went well or i want to get a little buy it low and and play the long game so that part of me scoffs and disappointment when i just cash my chips in, but I mean, it's probably the main reason why I've I've reported, you know, I'm, I'm up 24 points through three weeks. And a lot of it has to do with just riding trends. I mean, my, my anchors aren't performing fantastically. So it comes down to some of the more volatile, Stuff that you got to pick your spots yeah. with,
0: and, and you know, like I've been my longest holding is Pershing Square Tontine Holdings, a SPAC by Bill Ackman. I love it. Um, I love Bill Ackman. I hope they get with a great company. My dream would be SpaceX, but I doubt it's going to happen. But I've had, yeah, I don't see no, Elon, but I've had, um, I've had up 42 shares at one time of that. It was my biggest holding at one time. I sold off. Part of my position and another part of my position um, and last night I was up you know the, the remaining part of my position was up uh let's say it was at market close i'm I'm in for about a twenty two dollar buy-in right and it was at thirty mm-hmm. closed at thirty it's been riding around thirty after after hours it went to thirty three close to thirty four I, I sold half my mm-hmm. position off again to buy other stuff because I just made sure. 10, 11, 12%, you know, after Found hours, money. And I want to balance yeah. my portfolio. So y- y- there's the saying of let your winners run. I I I like to trim a little bit. I like to trim.
1: Well, you know what I think? That's it's funny you say that because I I, I have this theory that I'm developing and I want to bounce off of you. And that's you've got you've got these trading platforms, and Robinhood is the one that lets you trade from nine 30 to four and that's it and what i see with some of these stocks and i've played it to my advantage and gotten uh, toasted up a little bit in some other circumstances but is that these stocks at close they go bananas and they go bananas through the night and then they absolutely they're just like they're just scorchingly high and then an hour and a half before open everybody
0: sells them off. Yeah, a lot happens in the in the after hours and pre-market. Yeah. Uh, and, and the main reason that the prices move so rapidly then is because the volume is down so, so low. So you don't have 10 million people buying at 100 and 10 million people selling at 101. You have only 10,000 people and they're all buying so the price rapidly there's no, there's no counteraction going on because the volume's not high enough but what
1: I feel, what I feel like is happening, my theory is that there's. A, it's a direct the the trader who can't move, the retail trader who can't move mm-hmm. in that spot who was backing something that then other people what's We're happening here is, is very Right. Oh, absolutely. But it's being, it's being cashed in on is what I'm saying is that like the, the retail trader is actually getting whooped up into a frenzy in some cases, or they create the frenzy and then these other more sophisticated traders show up and they know, they know how to poach them now. Like they, they have a perfect scenario for, so like the key is don't, don't expose yourself to that. Like if you have a fear of that and you're safe with your number near close, then get out of your position or, or put your position in a point where you're not worried about it and you can take it long. I, 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 am not at, I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying that it's happening. I, I feel like I that's what's that doesn't
0: provide that uh, because they get paid for order flow. So more orders is more money. So it's hurting them not to, uh, have more time in the market.
1: It's got to be saying. Well, I mean, or but the other
0: brokers have it. I mean, I can go from eight to eight with Schwab.
1: But they're um, does Schwab front you money? I mean, they're fronting people money. That's how they got yeah. themselves in yeah, trouble Schwab, with the whole game thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: I I can buy. Jeez, uh, oh, I don't I don't know.
1: Can you can you buy a
0: a, a dollar of
1: Microsoft?
0: No, that well, yes. Uh, Schwab is different in that regard, where they have fractional shares only on the S and P five hundred, and and so you can't you can't buy whatever you want. No, I can buy five hundred and three companies or whatever is in the S and P five hundred right now, and um, right right. The minimum buy in is five dollars on any of those. So, yep.
1: See, this is different, where it's like somebody can put a dollar ten on right
0: whatever right. the hell they want. Right. So that's why my, my so, kids' accounts, because I'm only doing $50 a week or something like that in their accounts, most of their holdings are S&P 500 because I need to buy fractional. There's a few yeah. cheaper companies that they hold, but not many. But I can't go, I'm mm-hmm. not, I can't go in and, and, and buy a position in Apple if I'm only putting $25, $50 a week into their accounts, unless I wait five weeks. You know? Right, so, right. Share pricing is is weird. Fractional yeah. is really the proper way to do it. Um,
1: it's cool. I I dig it. I mean, I have I, I've had money in the market for fifteen twenty years, but never really had this granular a look at a portfolio. Like I've just had vanguards and. You know, general settings and things like that, where I'm just putting money from my paycheck in. And hello there, howdy. How are we doing? Doing good. How are you? Doing well. I don't know if you heard that, but I just cracked a beer. I heard that.
0: It's a very satisfying sound.
1: Thirsty, exactly. It's usually a payoff coming after that sound. <laughs> Some would say it's one of the best sounds in the world.
0: Makes me react like a Pavlov's dog.
1: Yeah, no doubt. So wild week, wild week on the market. Everything's, uh, everything's all lit up. Fucking technologies all over the place. Industrials got. I think that the most interesting story that I heard that I was unaware of previously was the shipping container situation. Yep. Um, and I actually got a clue about that meeting with a customer a day before I saw something on CNBC. I was like, shit, like I didn't realize that dynamic was out there, but man, it's like, they're sending empty containers back because the lead times are so ridiculous.
0: Well, what's the exact, there's a shortage of shipping containers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a shortage of shipping containers, but there's also because of the protocols in place for import, export and quarantines and things like that. There's it's gumming up the work, so to speak. It's, it's affecting capacity. Yeah. And um, basically what's happening is, like the US has would typically take a container in or just, just say like an array of containers take them in and then actually go through the logistics of like what would be going back into them take a few days and uh, get that Uh, sussed out and send them back but where they're saying like there's too much red tape so we're just gonna send the fucking empty ones back Okay. (laughs) like backhaul empty it's gotten so
0: bad that that's what they're doing now what's the point of even sending a ship with an empty container there's no profit in that just
1: that you need more supply so you're getting the boat back across the pond so that you, so you can a, get
0: more of your shit. There's a major, major trade imbalance here.
1: Yeah, the, the well, I and I'm experiencing in my field, I mean, the, the chemicals that go into the product that I make, there's such a shortage of them, whether you're talking about what's coming in, or what's the, the capability of producing is here. Um, supply chains are definitely being affected by this dynamically. Just the pandemic and the reaction to the pandemic and the unemployment element related to it, like it's jacking stuff up. So I bought shares in a in a container leasing company, yeah. and and uh, early in the day on Friday, and it was up 40% by the by end of business.
0: What's that ticker?
1: Uh gee, Hold on a second. I'll tell you for sure. G L put me on the spot. Yeah. Well,
0: hey, we got to provide information.
1: No, that's very true. Like... GSL global ship lease. Okay. Yeah. Um, write that down. That's a $15 share. I bought it at 1160. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's a, so, yeah. I don't, and I don't see... I mean, it, is it a long play? Absolutely not, but... It was worth throwing some dough on and watching it grow. Yeah, We just bought a
0: container. And it was very hard to find and very expensive. Uh, like, at work.
1: Sure, but
0: sure. We had gotten one a year ago for like... Basically, we're giving them away. And mm-hmm. then we needed another one for more. We just need more storage under roof. So, it was a real hassle. And it was very... Expensive. I don't know what the hell
1: that's a supply and demand situation. I mean, but in this case, it's almost like a, I don't I, I doubt that there's a shortage of containers like from a, I'm talking about uh, International shipping wise like there may be a domestic shortage, but internationally I don't think that things kicked up so much that it's a supply and demand thing I think it's like a just a protocol like, whatever the protocol changes were and the red tape that was added, it's just, they did a cost-value analysis and they're like, <laughs> I'm just sending fucking empty shit back for more shit. Yeah, I don't, like, know. They, I don't know. I
0: heard that there's a shortage and I heard that the Chinese manufacturers of them are actually cutting production for some reason. Why would you be cutting production? I, I didn't know that it makes any sense. To I don't know. What to
1: yeah, and the the, uh, the bit that I saw, like the the CNBC promo was the guy was talking about how he was there like for the full week last week and Christmas ornaments came in. So I guess basically like the lead times yeah. have been affected so much that people are like, Well that's fucking great. I don't need those anymore, Jackass. Yeah. But but they put the put the purchase order in and that's when it hit the water. Oh, so it's like God. It's that wild right now. Yeah, and
0: I heard there's 41 ships off the port of Los Angeles waiting to get to dock.
1: Exactly. Yeah, no, it's wild. And people try to send, so when I spoke with this customer, he, he had described a situation where this was over in Asia, where they have laws about sending full containers. So somebody has product ready to go, but it's only a third of a container. They, like, back it into the port and they load it and then they take it out and anchor until somebody else tells them. So it's almost like on the other side of it, it's getting slowed up. It's like they can't get things loaded in time. I, I, it almost makes me wonder if it's intentional.
0: Well, that's what I'm wondering. That's what I was kind yeah, of getting I at. Mean, that's,
1: yeah, I mean... Maybe it is. There's definitely economic warfare going on.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for it to be intentional from an economic standpoint, but from a political standpoint, a geopolitical standpoint, maybe it does.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're just... They're affecting the economy. Well, And that's the other thing, too, is, like, the chip thing is scary. That's shifting gears a little bit, but it's not that far off the mark of what we're talking about. I mean, there's no chips. Like...
0: And the dangerous thing is that it's often talked about as a matter of national security that Intel stays at the top of its game. Well, Intel's way off its game. It's way behind its competitors. And it's talking about uh, um, subbing out its actual foundry, its its chip making itself. And that is dangerous because you could reach a point at that point where you have no major United States chip makers.
1: Well, it's funny that you say that because that's the very reason that I had a position in Qualcomm that fr- prior to their earnings report was pretty lucrative and then it went to shit and I finally just cut my losses and moved it all over to Skyworks because Skyworks is one of the only ones that has their own foundry. So they have like a, like a self-sustaining supply chain. Like they've created their own ecosystem for chips.
0: I like Taiwan Semiconductor. That's my biggest play. I I, I love them. They might start doing Intel's work. So that just, you know, they're, they're, they are the best in business. They make chips for everybody and they just rock. They rock and roll. What's that? Is that? T-S- T-S-M. 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 Yep. TSM And it also gets you some exposure outside the U.S., which you need to have a little bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you got to have some exposure outside the U.S. I don't, Absolutely. I don't Absolutely. love a whole lot of stocks outside the U.S., but you got to have some. Uh, I got into Taiwan Semi. I got into JD.com, which is a Chinese company, uh, similar to an Amazon-type uh, company. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they actually have... Maybe a little bit better. I've been in them many times. Uh, I've loved them from the start. They're not well known, but they're kind of, they're really creeping up on Alibaba. Really creeping up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Alibaba is just a nice place to dock your money. It seems like that's what I'm learning is that um, that's all this really is. It's like sometimes you dock your, you know, dock this amount of money and there's a little bit more there there's a little bit less there yeah I'm f- finding that it, I'm getting better at spreading it out and I attack when it's time to attack but only with what
0: I'm willing to lose yeah and... attack on the margins yeah yeah
1: and I like getting the principle back so like for every every I'm in a couple of penny stock positions and they're all bought and paid for yeah. like they've all paid for themselves so now it's just like Maybe I want to take the horse out a little bit and and gallop and see what happens. But and I'm big into bio like uh, bio science. Like I, I I dig these biotech yeah biotechnology where it's like um, oncology like the one the Veru V E R U was the one that I picked up last week at twelve bucks and it closed at just under twenty one, and they were doing. It was for, uh, like, oncology applications, but then it turned out that it actually is working for COVID. Like, it's decreasing the severity of COVID.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that's helpful on, on the front end and the back end, then. And that's one thing you got to watch is some of these companies that are doing some revolutionary stuff in cancer research are on the back burner right now because all anybody's thinking about is vaccines. But once right. we forget about vaccines and we get back to real life and we start worrying about dying of cancer instead of COVID, those companies are going to boom. They're going to boom. Well, right. one of them is, you know, or two or four.
1: Right. You, Whatever. The, yeah, you're going to you're going to pick the right of the pass, right. And that's but... why
0: you pick baskets. That's why you pick baskets. Mm-hmm. You take, you take yeah. five, and you and you if if you take five, if you buy five, and four of them are worth twenty percent less a year from now, but one of them is worth seven thousand percent more.
1: You've you won. Win. <laughs> yeah and that's what i'm thinking with some of these pennies like you know the, some of these little guys has i've already seen the the effects so like the other one the other one that i would bounce out there is um xxii which is 22nd century group that that's an interesting one so i bought them at 264 and they closed at 409 uh this past week and um they they're in an interesting so they're a biotech company and they deal with uh, increasing or decreasing levels of nicotine and cannabinoids. So like they can take they can dial down nicotine in cigarettes and dial down cannabinoids in cannabis and kind of pitch a more healthy or tempered response to it. So um, that's what's becoming interesting now is like you hear Philip Morris and these companies are getting leaned on so heavily with the social responsibility side that a company like this could really become a burgeoning powerhouse in in helping them solve that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I don't get too involved in the um, healthcare and biotech stuff because I don't understand it and it, it doesn't interest me enough to really deeply understand it but one that's on my radar that I would have added to the portfolio last night uh, except it wasn't available after hours being an over-the-counter um, is twist Bioscience TWST mm. uh, and they're okay. like involved in um, cloning and stuff like that uh, but they're okay. they're a tech company I mean essentially I mean they're they're biotech they're yeah. they're uh, they're, uh, they're in the health you know area but at the bottom of their uh, their uh, platform you know it's it's technology it's you know it's no different to me than Facebook 20 years ago essentially mm-hmm. uh, it's a tech company to me that's how I right. view it
1: when well, things kind of merge mm-hmm. like that that's where we're in an interesting time. That's the other thing that's fascinating about this is that a lot of the, like Kramer and these guys on CNBC talk about post Spanish flu, the roaring 20s happened. I've been so calling that for no,
0: six months at least.
1: There's no reason to feel that um, that, that couldn't happen. And that's, that's the thing that I'm in, like now that I'm into it, I'm three weeks into trading And when I look at year-long and eighteen-month graphs, I just want to fucking haul off and kick my own self in the ass for not getting into it in February of last year, March, April. Yeah. Well, any of them, any of those would do.
0: Actually, yeah. Actually, year over (laughs) year, everybody's doing a lot of the companies are doing well, but from the March lows, it's insane what they've done. But the thing is, that's creating a false sense of fear. And I'm susceptible to it because I'm conservative. But it's, it's you look at a company and you say from March to March they're up this much, they can't run any further. Yes, they can. You gotta count how much they dropped
1: before they went
0: up. They're only an inch yeah. taller than they used to be. It feels like there's they're three be, times or four times as tall, but they're not.
1: There's there's gonna be a big a big kickback and a big boom. And I, I hope. There's going to be goodwill associated with it, like that everybody's a little bit cooler. I just saw a golfer just hit a ball dead left into some lady's purse. Mm. I swear to God, I've never seen that in my life.
0: <laughs> I don't watch golf in February. Could, That's
1: ridiculous. Couldn't do that again if you, well, it's at Pebble I, I Beach, dude.
0: I don't watch golf when I can't play golf. It annoys me. Mixing that
1: i'm the same way with (laughs) curling.
0: you know i you put a figure skater on the tv in july
1: (laughs) i'm out no dice hockey in
0: july get that get out of here (laughs) that's like that's a good saying that's like hockey in july
1: that's like hockey in july what are you stupid so I was I got caught up in the Tilray fray. Um, I didn't even know that there was a meme connection. I bought it a couple of weeks ago, and was thinking long, you know, just yeah. like maybe they, there's a merger, or an acquisition, or whatever. And then here it just go, it absolutely exploded this week. I kept first couple of days I I was selling it and then kicking myself because mm-hmm. it would go up three four x. And then by, like, day four, I was regretting that I had as much left as I
0: did. So it's just such a fascinating... You get your initial...
1: Oh, I got my principal out plus plus 15% or so. And I still
0: have have skin in the game, too. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I made 8% on GameStop. Big whoop, but I didn't lose money.
1: But I have this fascination with, like, I have this... um... The, the conservative side of me is like, I want to build on all these positions. I just want to get a little bit more of this because it went well. I want to get a little buy it low and, and play the long game. So that part of me scoffs and disappointment when I just cash my chips in. But I mean, it's probably the main reason why I've, I've reported, you know, I'm I'm up 24 points through three weeks. and. A lot of it has to do with just riding trends. I mean, my my anchors aren't performing fantastically. So it comes down to some of the more volatile stuff that you got to pick your spots yeah. with.
0: And, and you know, like I've been, my longest holding is Pershing Square Tontine Holdings. It's backed by Bill Ackman, I love it. Um, I love Bill Ackman. I hope they get with a great company. My dream would be SpaceX, but I doubt it's going to happen. But I've had. Yeah, I don't see no, Elon. But I've had. Um, accepting. I've had right. 42 shares at one time. And that it was my biggest holding at one time. I sold off part of my position, another part of my position. Um, and last night I was up. You know, the, the remaining part of my position was up. Uh, let's say it was. At market close, uh, I'm, I'm in for about a $22 buy-in, right? And it was at 30, mm-hmm. closed at 30, it's been riding around 30. After after hours, it went to 33, close to 34. I, I sold half my mm-hmm. position off again to buy other stuff because I just made sure. 10, 11, 12% you know, after Spend hours. Money. And I want to balance yeah. my portfolio. So y- y- there's the saying of let your winners run. I, I I like to trim a little bit. I like to trim.
1: Well, you know what I think? That's it's funny you say that because I, I, I have this theory that I'm developing. And I want to bounce off of you, and that's you've got you've got these trading platforms, and Robinhood is the one that lets you trade from nine thirty to four, and that's it. And what I see with some of these stocks, and I've played it to my advantage and gotten uh, toasted up a little bit in some other circumstances, but, is that these stocks at close, they go bananas and they go bananas through the night. And then they absolutely, they're just like, they're just scorchingly high. And then, an hour and a half before open, everybody sells them off. Yeah, a lot happens in the, in the after
0: hours of pre market. Yeah. Uh, and, and the main reason that the prices move so rapidly then is because the volume is down so so low. So you don't have 10 million people buying at 100 and 10 million people selling at 101. You have only 10,000 people and they're all buying. So the price rapidly, there's no. There's no counteraction going on because the volume's not high enough. But what
1: I feel, what I feel like is happening, my theory is that there's a, it's a direct. The the trader who can't move, the retail trader who can't move, in that spot, who was backing something that then other people. What's got, happening here is it's very right oh absolutely but it's being it's being cashed in on is what i'm saying is that like the the retail trader is actually getting whooped up into a frenzy in some cases or they create the frenzy and then these other more sophisticated traders show up and they know they know how to poach yeah. them now like they they have a perfect scenario for so like the key is don't don't expose yourself to that like if you have a fear of that and you're safe with your number near close. Then get out of your position, or, or put your position in a point where you're not worried about it. and You can take it long. I I am not at, I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying that it's happening. I, I feel like that's I don't know why what's happening.
0: doesn't provide that uh, because they get paid for order flow. So more orders is more money. So it's hurting them not to uh, have more time in the market.
1: It's gotta be sanctioned. Well, I mean, but the other
0: brokers have it. I mean, I can go from eight to eight with Schwab.
1: But they're—does um, Schwab front you money? I mean, they're fronting people money. That's how they got yeah. themselves in yeah, trouble Schwab, with the I whole GameStop. yeah. Okay, I,
0: I can buy. Uh... Oh, geez, I don't, I don't know. Can you
1: can you buy a a, a dollar mm-hmm. of? Microsoft
0: No, that well yes uh, Schwab is different in that regard where they have fractional shares only on the S&P 500 and okay. and so you can't you can't buy whatever you want no I could buy five hundred three companies or whatever is in the S&P 500 right now and um, right right the minimum buy-in is five dollars on any of those so,
1: yep see this is different where it's like somebody can put
0: a dollar ten on right Whatever right. the hell they want. Right. So that's why my, my so, kids' accounts, because I'm only doing fifty dollars a week or something like that in their accounts. Most of their holdings are S and P 500 because I need to buy fractional. There's a few yeah. cheaper companies that they hold, but not many. But I can't go. I'm mm-hmm. not, I can't go in and, and and buy a position in Apple if I'm only putting twenty five fifty dollars a week into their accounts, unless I wait five weeks. <laughs> you yeah.
1: know. Right. So,
0: right share pricing is is weird fractional yeah. is really the proper way to do it um, it's cool I, I dig it I mean
1: I have um, I, I've had money in the market for 15 20 years but never really had this granular a look at a portfolio like I've just had vanguards and you know general settings and things like that where i'm just putting money from my paycheck in and